The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, not just here or here, but everywhere. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. The in-dash OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. for listening to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in American soccer. And don't forget to subscribe. Welcome to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast. My name is Stephen Jodrand. Joining me today, Jake Watroba. On today's episode, we speak with former U.S. Men's National Team midfielder and current member of the MASL's Ontario Fury, Jermaine Jones. If you haven't done so already, follow us on the Twitter machine at Uncle Sam Soccer Pod. Hit that subscribe button, whichever podcast platform you're listening on, and leave us a five-star review. Now... Let's get to today's episode. Alrighty, Jake, just you and I today. How we doing? Well, Stephen, th- th- this is the way it should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Armand. I love you. Uh, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, let's go down memory road here. 2014 in Brazil versus Portugal. The U.S. is down 1-0. Jermaine Jones gets the ball at the top of the box off a corner and just puts it right in the side netting. Beautiful goal. Has to be one of the more memorable moments for the U.S. men's national team in the last decade, maybe even extended to two decades. I agree from you know personal experience. If we're going to rank goals in, in terms of most memorable, obviously the Landon Donovan goal against Algeria in 2010 is at the top of my list. And right there below it is the Jermaine Jones goal against Portugal. I mean, I have a buddy who not, not a, not a big soccer fan in general, but you can tell you who Jermaine Jones is because of that moment. So I think that's, I think that that moment is one of the biggest moments and one of the biggest goals in U S soccer history. Jake, let's not forget the moment that the U.S. men's national team were in. They beat Ghana 2-1 with the John Brooks late header that sends everyone into ecstasy. But it was really this next match against Portugal that really tipped the balance of the direction with the U.S. men's national team. Five minutes in, Nani scores after Jeff Cameron doesn't clear it. And the U.S. men's national team from there on was chasing the game. And if you go back and look at the highlights, it was really interesting to see because I don't remember the U.S. creating so many opportunities, but, oh, man, they had so many opportunities. I think Michael Bradley missed a sitter, and it, it felt as if the U.S. was just not going to be able to squeak by, but then Jermaine Jones hits this stunner. And for a lot of fans here in the U.S., it was a moment of realization that 
maybe this U.S. team can compete when you have Cristiano Ronaldo on the opposition. Yeah, Steven, you talk about how captivating that 2014 run was. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine how much beating Portugal would have meant for the the national team just getting getting those three points against a Portugal squad that featured Cristiano Ronaldo a very recognizable name in world football what would that have meant to US fans and what what that, what would that have said to soccer fans across the world that you know the US had just beaten a Cristiano Ronaldo led Portuguese squad Jake we'll never know what would have happened in that 2014 World Cup but we we do know is that Jermaine Jones, after our interview, went on to score four goals against the Turlock Express. So some uh, good luck there from us, huh? <laughs> I guess, if you want to call it that, yeah. Yeah, I guess we're the uh, the lucky rabbit's foot, if you will. There you go. But uh, we spoke to Jermaine about his transition to indoor soccer, kind of the thought process behind that the tactical side of things, and his upcoming match against Landon Donovan. So here it is. Joining us right now is former U.S. men's national team midfielder and current member of the MASL Ontario Fury, Jermaine Jones. Jermaine, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Thank you so much for joining us, Jermaine. Um, take us through your decision on moving or making the move to Major Arena Soccer League. Um, to be honest, it was pretty pretty funny. Why um one of my uh, my business partners who is uh, in, in my agency, what I have, um, uh, he he played indoor soccer in Kansas City, and he lives right now with me in the house and um at my house and um. So we talked always a little bit. He had a friend who played here for Fury, and um, and so they were they were talking, and he was thinking maybe to go back to playing, and um, then somehow my name got involved, and um, then I got a call from uh, from Jimmy, then I got a call from Bernie, and, and everybody's like asking me like there is an option or a possibility to to see me playing indoor, and I was like um, I don't know to be honest, I never was thinking about it. Well, I'm, I'm happy retired, and um. Everything is good, but then, yeah, we start talking more. Then I came out to play, and then, and then how it is the game. I love, I love playing the game, and um, and, and then I started enjoying the the, the the time with the guys, being out there playing, trained, and all that. And um, and then I said to them, I said, let's let's sit down, figure something out, and um, and and, and, and I want to come back. I want to, I want to play. And um, and I said it a, a couple of times already uh, that uh, I feel. It's it's the same stuff what where where we started right. I played back in the days in Germany on the streets five against five six against six on on small goals and and, and this is how I got felt in love with this game and um, then getting the chance now to play here was a was a blessing and then seeing with this French fries helping this league and helping here Ontario uh, in 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 Fury to to push in in that league was a was a blessing for my side what I what I about it and so I said okay I'm, I'm in. Jermaine talk about the couple of matches that you have played so far what's the biggest adjustments you've had to make since joining the Fury? Um, to be honest it's, it's it was not that much it's um at the end it's it's, it's a game okay it's physical but I'm I'm okay with that and um 
then it's uh, it's turf. I played in MLS on turf. It's 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 smaller goals. You have like you have walls where you can uh, play on and play from. So there's there's some adjustments you have to do, but they're not really so much so tough. So it, at the end, it's it's just a game. And and what I said before, um, I played in Germany. We have over the summer or over the winter break, we have like this tournament where you play uh, indoor soccer in. Um, it's a, with walls too. So and um, so I knew how it is. We did not on grass, but I knew how it is. And then and, and it was not for me not tough. I, the first game I would say was tough. Where I had like a long break and not really played soccer. So but in general the game with the walls, with the turf, with the, 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 the in and out movements and, and, and switching and changing. I think that's just like first game you had to get a little bit used to it, but then. There was like no issue, especially then in the next game. Jermaine, I wanted to ask you uh, about some of the untapped potential in the MASL. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we saw Adrian Perez make his debut with LAFC after spending some time with the Ontario Fury. Is there any is there any players in the league currently that you you look at and, and think they can make a step up to MLS? To so so far, I just played two games. So I don't know that much players from the league. I, I can tell you for my team, and um, there's definitely younger players where I see they have talent um, to to make a step outside uh, of uh, indoor soccer in um in trying to 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 show them or prove themselves that they can be outside players. And um, I think uh, we we have to we have to see it as a country in general and going away from saying oh that's indoor and that's outdoor soccer. I think you can see it, the Brazilian country, uh, what Brazil as a country, they show it with futsal, how much influence this game can have outside. And um, especially here, I think for us, I mean, if you have younger players, they play here for like one, two years in, in getting technical skills better and all that stuff. And then taking that tight space, quick game, taking that to the outside field, I think it can really help them in, in to they develop. So I think there's there's definitely coming, and, and for the next years, I, I definitely see more kids maybe making the step outside. Jermaine, you spoke about it a couple of questions ago regarding playing on smaller goals and growing up in an environment that allows more expression. But how important is it to have a futsal background to play soccer in general? Um. I don't. I don't know if it's so important to have a futsal background, but I think it's in general. I've been to a coaching license and I coached uh, for like almost a, almost a year. And um, what I see is like a lot of kids have that issue and problem in tight positions, tight situations, and quick situations to adjust in and make that smart uh, decision to the best for the team, right? And in indoor soccer, it's just you have that the whole time in the game. It's tight. It's quick and and that's like something where you see like countries like Brazil, how much talent they bring out and how much skill they have in their game because they play indoors. So it can help. And, um, and I think it's always good if you have something would help, why you not want to take a profit out of it and, and use it? Jermaine, you mentioned getting into coaching, you going through the programs to get your licenses. Are you able to talk about the tactical differences between indoor and outdoor soccer? The tactical? Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, I would say the tactical is indoor and outdoor. It's just like that you have the indoor. It's more tactical. It's kind of like hockey, right? It's like the hockey rules almost. And um, 
and um and then outdoor is like completely different it's like it's shorter fields and and everything what i said before is quicker decisions you have to make smart decisions where you have uh red you have blue card and like and then you have uh um uh all the the, the penalties in in general and um so there, there's stuff where of course where you have to look in but um as a player i think you get used to it if you play and then as a coach um yeah, if you coach, you, it's the same. Like you look in, and, and if, uh, I would say like this: if I would coach an indoor team, I would maybe need a week to to focus on all the tactical stuff, and then it's an experience, right? When you're on the field, you have to see what 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 is good and what is not good. Jermaine, talk about the the remainder of the season. So for for this for the season for myself is um I came here to help this franchise and um. This, this 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 area Ontario just to to develop and in in in, in 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 make the next step you know they have a good idea with with Bernie with with Jimmy like all the people behind it the owners and they they have ideas what they want to build what they want to where they want to see themselves in a couple of years and um in in that was the whole package what made it interesting to say for me I come and be a part and, and help this franchise to make the next step and um. Of course, now it's important that we see game for game, come into the playoffs, and then focus on game for game and trying to win the championship. You know, we we know that we we nobody has us really on 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 that radar, but it, it's always good sometimes to be the underdog and, and just concentrate on your work and and just um, focus on that what you have to do and then surprise people. Jermaine, one last question. One last question here before we let you go. I believe uh, is it next week you you face off against Landon Donovan. Yes. Uh, have, have you guys have you spoken to him at all about MASL and, and what to expect? No, I don't talk with Landon. Um, no, we we. I think we will talk the first time when I see him on the field. So it's not like um, I think we both. I think we both have the respect for each other and. Um, he did a lot too as soccer, you know, and he knows what what I did overseas and then came back here. So now we both have an, um, a contract with an indoor team, and um, we try. He tries to help uh, San Diego to 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 develop and get better in in, in the league, and, and I'm here with Ontario and uh, Fury, and I'm trying to help them to make the next step. And we concentrate both on on working with our clubs and our teams, and um, and then at the end, um. Yeah, it's, it's 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 at the end we we, we both and in, in one page try to help the league to push forward and, and, and grow and that's I think it's the main focus and I said it already before um I have a lot of respect for him what he did for the soccer in, in this country and um so and there's there's I look forward for the game and um and he knows in the game um I I, I want to win I don't like to lose and I think he's the same and um mm-hmm. but there's a there's a lot of respect for for each other. Jermaine, thank you so much for joining us today and taking the time to speak with us. Best of luck with the upcoming season. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thanks again to Jermaine Jones for taking time out of his pregame routine. And also want to send a thank you to the Ontario Fury for setting that interview up for us. My biggest takeaway from that interview is Jermaine talking about the importance of playing futsal or playing indoor soccer and how it helps develop creativity and, and, and technical soundness in terms of playing within tight spaces. I think that's something that U.S. soccer should definitely look in um, down, the, down the road and making sure that's part of something they're using to help develop kids to being better soccer players. No doubt, Jake. 
Listeners, follow us on the Twitter machine at UncSamSoccerPod. Send us your feedback, comments, reactions to the interview. Follow us personally at Jake Wartroba, at Steven Jodderand, and at Armand Fai. Come back tomorrow. We'll have another great episode for you. Until next time. Dunkin's new wake-up go-tos mean you never have to choose between breakfast meats again. Now you can get a wake-up wrap with bacon and a wake-up wrap with sausage for $3. That's savory and sweet, crispy and spicy. It's everything you love about breakfast for $3. Wake up your day with new wake-up go-tos. Get two egg and cheese wraps for $2 or mix and match your favorite meats with two bacon, ham, sausage, or turkey sausage wraps for $3. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Exclusion apply. Limited time offer. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.